the answers with Jen and Jamie. This is the official podcast of Third Eye Family Solutions, where we help you see a new perspective that will empower you to live a life of your dreams. Each week we explore topics that are designed to help you face the challenges that come with life. We don't have all of the answers, but we do have some of them. Join us as we share our thoughts, insights, and advice to bring your ideal self into focus. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first official podcast. This is Jen. And this is Jamie. And we know our voices sound a lot alike, so hopefully you'll get used to who's who. Um, For our first podcast ever, but also our first of 2020, we want to talk about New Year's resolutions. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) That's kind of our opinion in a nutshell right there. So in one sense, we could end the podcast here. And you would know exactly how we feel about resolutions, but there's actually some reasons why. Um, And not only are we going to talk about why we don't like New Year's resolutions, but what you can actually do that will make a bigger difference. So Jamie's going to talk a little bit about the history of resolutions and where they came from. Well, you know, and it was so interesting to begin to research that because the, the idea and process of creating a resolution at the beginning of the year, however that beginning of the year was measured, right, because it's changed many times yeah. depending on what culture you're from. But what I could find is that resolution started really over 4,000 years ago. Wow. And some of the first people who were involved with resolutions were the Babylonians, um, followed by the Romans. And in the beginning, a big part of resolutions were really about making a, some kind of a promise to the gods. So is when you you took a look at the past year, you righted any wrongs, and then you made promises to the gods about what you would or wouldn't do in the next year based on however you did from the past to stay in their good favor. Right. And if you didn't, in fact, do what you told the gods you would do, watch out. Right. Yeah. Which is actually a really typical tradition in a lot of cultures and religions, right, where there's some process of coming clean, for, the, for whatever you did wrong in the past, and sort of a new slate, right? So a new year, of course, perfect time to do that. And Absol- that's, that's where we're at now, right? Right, absolutely. So here's the problem with New Year's resolutions, though, right? So we, we started with this tradition of, of, you know, appeasing the gods, mm-hmm. right? I love that. Um, and we've now moved to this thing where, okay, it's January 1st. What's your resolution? Right? That's right. And we look at all of our friends and all of our people around us. Did you make a resolution this year and what is it? And it's much more secular and it's very Absolutely. mainstream. Yep. But I would I would dare say it still very much looks like looking to one's past. Yep. And where you failed or where you came <laughs> up short. Right. And and then what you're going to do to make sure that doesn't happen again. Absolutely, because we don't want to repeat that. Right. Right. So we want to start that clean slate and do something better than what we did before. Um, so here's one of the problems with resolutions and, and why we're not big fans is, so I read somewhere that about 75 to 80% of Americans make New Year's resolutions. And then the interesting statistic that goes along with that is that 80% of those resolutions fail by the middle of February. So six weeks in, 80% of those 80% of Americans have quit. They've given up. They've, um, they've failed to do whatever it was they said they were going to do or not do. And that's kind of the end of that. Um, and I love the example you had the other day about the parking lot at the gym, right? Oh, my goodness, right? And I, in January, when you pull up to the gym and, like, you can't even find a machine and it's so discouraging. It's brutal. And then, but really, and then they'll just be like, oh, it's okay. Right. Just wait. You just wait three weeks and this place will clear out again. Yep. yep. Yeah. And sure enough, by the middle of February, 
the place is yours again. That's right. Right? Um, and the people who are always there are still always there, and there's a few new faces, and mostly everyone else is gone. And then they're paying all their fees to get out of their expensive membership. <laughs> <laughs> right. And all of those things that people do because we think, I can do this. I can make this happen. I'm going to make this happen. I'll go get a gym membership, and I'm going to, you know, I'm going to lose the weight this year, right? That's right. Right. Um, so here's here's our three three big things, right? We got three main reasons that that they do fail, and, and reasons people give up. Um, the first one is the simple fact that most people can't keep a new habit in place uh, for a week, much less a year. And so when we say on January 1st, this year I'm going to do this thing, which really implies you're going to do it for 365 days, right? Most people can't do that. Um, and in fact, it takes about two months to form a new habit. Hmm. Problem with that is, as we mentioned, by the middle of February, <laughs> almost everybody's done and gone, and they haven't even gotten through that initial period of what it takes to form a habit and get something really moving. Mm -hmm. So, you know, that's one of the reasons they fail. Um, and another reason is the whole world of, you know, resolutions, most of the time they sound like, this year I'm not going to fill in the blank. That's right. Right. No more. I'm not going to eat sugar. No more sugar. Uh huh. I'm not. I'm not. I'm only going. I'm not going to drink during the week. Yes. Um, Weekends only. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. I'm not going to yell at my children. Oh, that's this year. Yes. Definitely. I will not yell at my. That is the most unrealistic thing I've ever heard. But you know, that's the kind of things we think about on January first, right? Yes. Or even things like I'm going to stop smoking. Yes. Or I'm going to, you know, even losing weight. Yeah. Right? It yeah. all falls in that same world of we're talking about things that we're going to not do or stop doing. Um, and there's a whole layer of extra processing that our brains have to do. So when I say I'm not going to yell, the first thing my brain thinks about is the yelling. That's right. Right? And so what's present in my brain, whether I want it to be or not, is yelling. And then my brain goes to the next step, which is, oh, yeah, not yell. I forgot I need to mm. not oh, do yeah, that. Oh, yeah, the not part. Right. This is why this is why every anti-whatever campaign doesn't work. Yes. Yes. Right? The statistics on the, what is it, the D.A.R.E. program, right. right? Drug awareness completely and resistance. We're going to resist drugs. Completely 0% impact. Yeah. Yeah. And, and it's been going for years, and it still gets funded, even though it's made no noticeable difference. Crazy, right? Um, and, uh, you know, there's that whole world that you started to talk about, like comparing it to the past, right? Right. Yeah. And so, so whenever we're not going to do something or stop doing something, it, we're, we're, the measure is always from the past. Yeah. And which just get, leaves us with no power because it's just some comparison. Yeah. Right. So most resolutions are based in some comparison to how we, how we did, what we did before or what we lacked before or what somebody else does or how somebody else is or how mm -hmm. I'm going to be like them or how I'm sure as heck not going to ever be like them. Right. Whatever it is, it's some, it lives in the world of um, I'm going to look to my past to dictate who I'm now going to be and the choices I'm going to, I'm going to make. Right. And there's just, there's just no creation. Right. Inside that. It's completely, it's completely reactive. And there's no statement of what you are going to do. That's right. Most of the time. Right. So I'm going to stop smoking well, what are you going to do with those cravings for nicotine, the cravings for the social contract or contact that you get around, you know, the ashtrays out in the parking lot? What are you going to do with the jitters you now have, right? So it's a whole world of not doing something with no real statement of what you're going to do instead. That's right. Even the world of I'm going to lose weight, right, which is one that comes up a lot. 
Um, and we actually had a whole side conversation about the losing weight, right? That, yes. Which is a whole world of like, what we're, this, this obsession we have as Americans around weight and the numbers associated with weight, um, rather than a conversation around wellness, right? That's right. So when we say, I'm going to lose weight, well, what is that? Well, how? What are you going to do? So even when you say, I'm going to lose 10 pounds, unless you also have some statements around this kind of exercise, this kind of dietary changes, getting this much sleep, all of the things that it takes for your body to be healthy and well, losing weight is a losing proposition too. Right. And the, you know, so, and we, like in talking about this podcast, we got to explore, of course, we've had our own, we've had many (laughs) resolutions, you know, that we've created in the past. And how often, like, even for me, like something around weight was on there. And I can't say that I ever one time, like, actually completed Mm. on my whatever my weight goal. I was like not going to eat dessert anymore or something or like like donuts are my nemesis um and and I just always failed and just looking at that yeah no I mean you look at that and how many times we fail with those kinds of things and the question would be why yeah we're both really powerful people that's right we're really good at saying i'm going to do this thing and then setting out and creating plans and you know uh getting teamwork from partnership from the people around us and making things happen yeah so why why on earth would you fail at that over and over again we are results producers right (laughs) and still and still i failed um at that one and and those goals like i said before were like always like they were always in comparison right something or someone or how I used to be or mm-hmm. um, some 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 ideal I saw on the television or in yeah. magazines. The bodies we had before we had children. Yeah, exactly, that I didn't even appreciate then right. either. <laughs> yeah. There's that meme that I've seen so many times. I wish I was as fat. Oh, I can't remember exactly how it goes. It's yep. something about, like, I wish I was as fat. No, I thought I was the first time I thought I was that. Yeah, okay. Something we'll like find that, the right? meme. It's a fabulous meme. It's so true. It is, it is fabulous. And it also, it, it really goes to what you're saying. I wish I'd appreciated what I had when I had it, right? Yeah. And, and the reality of us is, or the reality of all of this is neither of us is unhealthy, no. right? We both have challenges. And it's not like we're even advocating. We're not saying like, you know what, people? Go get money. <laughs> or, or the opposite. Even right. we're not like, no, you know what? You should just smoke forever and give up and go ahead and eat all, eat donuts every, every day, day for three meals. Yep. And like, you, that's not what we're saying either. Not at all. Like, uh, we're we're certainly advocating for that people get to be their highest and best self, and that they really create who they are and what their life's for and what they're what they're up to. But we're really interested in that people have a real say that's authentic to what actually matters to them that they've created for themselves, not inherited from some other conversation Absolutely. or some cultural ideal or something or, or appeasing the gods. Yeah. Yeah. Cause the gods ain't going to be appeased. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, I love what you just said, right? Being your best self, yeah. right? For some people, your best self is 125 pounds. And for some people, your best self is 250 pounds, right. right? Lizzo is a freaking goddess. Yes. And she is never going to weigh 150 pounds. Mm-mm. That would actually not be healthy for her. Well, and we would be so upset. We would be, wouldn't we? <laughs> I mean, she she would have been, you know, people would go on about how she sold out <laughs> right. and this and that and the other right. thing, right? Yeah, you can't win yeah. in the world of comparison. Totally. Yeah. So just know that even though we often go to that as an example, because it's easy to talk about and easy 
to measure. It's not with some ideal like, well, every woman needs to be this and this and every man should be this. It really is, who are you? What's best for you? And that's going to be different for yourself. Um, so I said there were three things. So we talked a little bit about what it takes to create a new habit and not getting there. And then the second one about all this whole world of not, right? And then the third piece of it, and this is one that gets overlooked a lot, is a lot of times people's resolutions are things in their own head. It's something you say to yourself and you keep to yourself. That's right. And, and then that's it. Yeah, right. Or maybe, you know, it's some personal goal and and then you might like write even in lipstick on your mirror or something and it says mm. like lose 10 pounds or something and then and you might even put like a picture of a fitness model on yes. your refrigerator i don't you know whatever it is but takes that's for it you, right? i don't know i come over to your house and see that i have no idea why that right. woman's taped to your refrigerator but she's beautiful that's cool yeah but it, yeah i don't know what you're up to right it could be my cousin yeah right <laughs> And I'm proud of her, so I put her photo right. on my fridge, right? And the problem with that is it's really easy to give up on yourself. Yep. It's really easy to quit when the only person who knows that you're not going to yell at your kids is you. Then when you yell, nobody knows. That's right. You didn't really fail because nobody was expecting anything from you except yourself, right? Yeah, and there was even nobody else there to offer you any kind of support or encouragement or yep. accountability or anything. Yep. And that's, you know, that's really the thing. That's, that's literally the other two words we have written here to talk about are support and accountability. Mm. Because without having someone or someones right. that you know. So we actually go to the gym together two mornings a week. That's right. And the reason we do that is because I know I have to show up because Jamie's going to be there. Right. Yep. That's, oh man, sometimes the only reason that exactly. I get there is because I know right. you're already on the treadmill. <laughs> and often, you know, we're texting each other, I'm running late, but I'll be there, you know, or one of us is having kid problems and trying to get out the house, whatever it takes. But we show up because we know the other person's going to be there. That's right. And it's, so it's not just about letting myself down, it's about letting you down. That's right. I don't want to let you down and have you show up without me. Yep. And, of course, things happen. We've had days we've had to cancel and everything else, but most of the time we show up because yes. we know the other person's going to be there. And certainly more often than I would if it was just me telling yes. myself when I was going to go. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So those are those three things, right? Those are those three main reasons that people's resolutions fail. And, you know, there's there's a lot available in looking at your life, in looking at your year and your upcoming year. Absolutely. And creating something. Yes. Right? And so there's this whole world around intention. That's right. Yes, because we, we really are about creation. We And, and like, we really are about being consciously dictating and crafting what it is that you're up to and what you're out to have be present for yourself and be present for other people. And I, and I think you and I both have been practicing the looking from, so right now, what am I up to? And what does that yeah. look like? In the past, then the, the past is whatever happened in the past. Right. And that's complete now. Yep. So now what? Now who am I and, and what am I, I going to create? And so just, you know, it, we, we, we hope everybody is creating something for their life and there's like a real consciousness to what they're giving their life energy towards. And, you know, so we're, we, I think we're advocating really for intention, Absolutely. right? It's intention. It's not some resolve. It's an intention. And so oftentimes when I'm creating my new year, I, I might look from, um, you know, like a single word or mm. an experience. So I've had, 
I've chose bliss in the past, yeah. right? So last year I chose I chose bliss, and the the joy of of bliss. One time it was joy as well, right? It's been strength. It's been soulful. It's been gratitude. Um, but what really works about that for me is joy or gratitude or bliss look different in every moment. Yeah. So in each moment, I could say, okay, right now, what what does joy look like right now? Mm. Or what would be an expression of gratitude in this moment? And then five minutes later, I could say it again. Like, yeah. so now, now, now what does gratitude look like? And I'm really left in this world of discovery. So I don't ever have something figured out. There's no comparison to the past. I'm just in each moment discovering newly for myself. What is it to be that? What is it to be blissful? Am I audacious enough even to be blissful sometimes, yeah. right? It's like, what does that mean? But it's really in, in, in the inquiry and the discovery and the curiosity of it, um, I'm left always present in the moment to something new. Yeah. And it's, you know, it's great what you said, like in that moment, what could I be grateful for? Or what would, what would create bliss in this moment, right? Mm -hmm. So you're talking about in, in a moment, what could you do or say or think, but there's also bigger picture things. So my word for last year was adventure for 2019 mm -hmm. was adventure. And I created a game of every month having some new adventure. And I got to do some fast fascinating yes, stuff last year right started a job that didn't work out and that's fine <laughs> um but then I opened third eye family solutions and then yep. Jamie came to partner with me on that I learned to play the bass guitar last year right. went to Mexico like I mean I had so many great adventures because I just kept looking for well what's my adventure going to be this month mm. and so those were the big adventures but then there's the little adventures in the moment like mm. what right now so even one of my adventures was driving to Vegas with my seven-year-old to go see my brother and my nephews. I hadn't met the baby yet, right? And on the way, I was like, well, we could have some side adventures. And we stopped at the, the petting zoo in, what is it, like Scipio or something, yes. right? Middle of nowhere, Utah. But they have this amazing petting zoo. They have camels and huge tortoises. And, I mean, he has not stopped talking about that since June. So just having that context and intention of adventure, right? Yes. So and inside, inside whatever intention you create, creating games that have that intention be real yes. in your life, whatever that is. And that are created inside of community yes. and in partnership with people, yep. with accountability and support. Yep, and created inside creation yes. instead of fixing and everything else that we talked about. So our next podcast for next week, that's what we're going to talk about. We're going to talk about how do you create an intention and how do you create games inside your intention that are fun and inspiring and that you can win. All right. Okay. Well, thanks for tuning in, and uh, we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us this week on Some of the Answers. For more information about Jen, Jamie, or Third Eye Family Solutions, you can find us online at thirdeyefamilysolutions.com. That's T-H-I-R-D-E-Y-E, familysolutions.com. You can also find us on Facebook or Instagram and subscribe to our podcast on Podbean or Spotify. If you would like to contact us, simply fill out the contact form on our website or you can email us at thirdeyefamilysolutions at gmail.com. Our music was written and performed by Gabe Schwartz and this podcast is owned fully by Third Eye Family Solutions. Have a great week and we'll be back next week with more of the answers.